At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. What's up? Welcome in another edition of The Edge. Energy is just off the charts. We got a good show today. Dave Koken's going to come up in 30 minutes, give us his thoughts on the World Series, which continues today. The Houston Astros down 3-2, looking to extend it out one more time. Uh, not a great situation, really, for either team, but uh, the Astros got to send out the, the youngster, Luis Garcia, on short rest after three and two-thirds on Friday. You know, I think what the World Series comes down to at this point is which offense can be better. Yep. And it's, it's, you're not going to have a pitcher trot out there and shut the other team down. Just doesn't look like it's, it's probably going to be a bullpen game. Or, you know, both teams, JVT, are going to have to go to the arm barn Early in the game. Yeah, don't say that, yeah. please. It's going to be an armbarred game. Yeah, we're, we're, by the way, we're officially not using the uh, the U word on this show anymore. What word? I'll say it one oh, time. Underdog. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So from now on, it's just non-favored team. Okay. Can you say dog? <laughs> but. Pay, <laughs> Pay to jump all over you for that? Yeah, yes. Uh, the non-favored team today, of course, uh, is the Atlanta Braves. Uh, freed right but now. If you think about it, yeah. uh, by the way, the uh, Braves... Up 3-1 in the series. They get a grand slam in the first inning. Yeah. What were the odds on the Braves to win the World Series at that point? 1-25, 1-30 oh. when you're up 3-1 in the series. You got a 4-0 lead in the first inning. Leading 5-4-2 at one point in the game Just as well. Just a monster, monster favorite to win the World Series. You blow that game. 
I think it's going to be a really discouraging loss, and Astros have to be encouraged going home down 3-2 that they got some life, and I still think they got the better offensive team. Well, like you're right, and that's the thing, too, right, when we're talking about the series as a whole. And by the way, so after game one, I bet the Astros are plus 150, so I'm hoping they pull yeah. this out to win this thing. But it's, it's not even just that the offense woke up near the end of that game. Now you're back home where you don't have to worry about, the, you know, or excuse me, where you now have a designated hitter in your lineup. So now your outfield gets a little bit better defensively because you don't have to put guys out there, right? You don't have to put guys on the field that shouldn't be out there because you're playing in a National League park. Like, it's, it's setting up for potentially a realistic path for the Astros to come back in this. And then on top of that, you don't get Charlie Morton to come back and maybe save your skin at the end of this series because, right. because he's got a broken leg. So it is, it's a fascinating spot tonight because I would think personally that the, the Braves want to put this away today because if it goes to a game <laughs> of course seven. They do. Well, because, I mean, just from a perspective of right. if it goes to a game seven where the Astros are favored to win that thing, that's a really brutal spot to be in if you're the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, they're in a tough spot anyway. Yep. You got to find a way to win one game in Houston, and uh, you just blew your best shot when you had a four nothing lead at home in Game Five. I think it's going to be tough right now. It's circa and the Westgate Superbook, along with the South Point, at minus one twenty seven, one twenty eight. DraftKings a little bit higher on the favorite at minus one thirty five. The total is nine here at the South Point, but the total eight and a half shaded over minus one twenty at circa. So if you like it over, you want to bet at Circa. Yeah, and really quickly, uh, Matt Santos, do we have uh, odds for MVP? Because I know this is a hot topic, and I was just listening to Pritch and Josh talk about this, and I thought this was for an interesting perspective because I know that guys like an Alex Bregman type are going to get you know, maybe some – like if you believe the Astros are going to win this thing, right, you look at the Astros to win MVP, like some of these Astros players. The one guy that stuck out to me out of all of them, because Bregman's got, I think, one hit in the series up to this point. Altuve hasn't been uh, as effective, but Correa, he goes out, he has three hits on f- five at-bats in their win over the Atlanta Braves. He's been at least a little bit more effective some, uh, than some of these other guys. Also drove in a run in game one against Atlanta. Uh, out of all of them, to me, it would be if you're taking your shot at a guy to win MVP and the Astros to come back and win this thing, mm-hmm. it would be Carlos Correa at 20 to 1. I think yeah. he's been a little bit more consistent coming off of a big game, right? Yeah. Altuve is going to be a popular choice with a lot of people, but I think Correa at 21, uh, 20 to 1 definitely gives you some odds uh, value there. I think if you're looking at the Braves' direction, which way would you look? Adam Duvall? Yeah, I mean, I th- it'd probably be Duvall. I'm just more surprised because I was just thinking about this from the Braves' perspective. I was just more surprised that it seemed just, you know, licking your finger and testing the wind uh, that a guy like Bregman was getting some traction for this when all he's got are two hits in the series, one of them being a double. Yeah, I don't get that at all. You know what I mean? Don't understand that at all. Yeah, yeah. so uh, no real strong opinion, but just throw that out there and then play this back when eventually Carlos Correa does it. like Patrick Mahomes the MVP of last night's game. Yeah, let's get to that. Yeah, okay. uh, I will say this. So I watched a, uh, like a replay in the morning of this game. I did not watch it live mm-hmm. yesterday. I was watching basketball, and I got to tell you, I made the right choice. This was... Such a bad game yeah. uh, last night on Monday Night Football. 20-17 to 17 the final score as the Kansas City Chiefs get the win over the New York Giants. <laughs> and, like, you, you can start on both like both sides, right, from an offensive standpoint. We're pretty poor and pathetic. We could talk about Daniel Jones throwing an interception immediately after Patrick Mahomes throws an interception at the beginning of the game. The weird play calling when you're a 2-5 team kicking a field goal, right, in the shadow of the goal post in front of you. Like, all of these things. But I think at the end of the day, when you focus on Kansas City failing to cover yet again humans, we just saw the same Kansas City Chiefs. You, like that throw right there, which I think is the sidearm throw that Mahomes made. He had brilliant place, right? That's a brilliant throw to make. 
He also has the one where he jumps and throws it as hard as he can into the end zone, creams off of a, a player's helmet, and then gets intercepted. Yeah. Like, this is who the Chiefs are this year, man. It's exactly who they are, and this was a perfect example of that last night. Yeah, I, I think Mahomes is not playing. I, I know that the numbers say that his turnover-worthy plays are the same as they've been in the past. He's he had not three playing. last night. Yeah, he's not playing the same level he was in the past. He's, he's making a lot of careless throws. Yeah, he's had worse luck, and, and some of them have resulted in turnovers. But last night, he threw what – could have been the game-clinching interception, game-losing interception, and uh, it got wiped out because the Giants' defensive end jumped off sides. Right. He was lucky. He was lucky last night. He was 29 for 48. He threw one pick. It should have been two. Actually, probably should have been uh, three or four. How about this? From ESPN Stats and Info, Mahomes last night averaged 2.1 air yards on his completions. 2.1, the lowest in his career. Two for 13 on passes, more than 10 yards downfield, the worst of his career. He did not complete a pass that traveled more than 10 yards downfield, or at least 10 yards downfield, until four minutes remained in the third quarter last night. Yep. And for what it's worth, yesterday was his second lowest grade for an individual game by PFF standards, so he was not good yesterday. And again, we can only stress this so much, but you're going to see this going forward, a total of four dropbacks in which he was blitzed yesterday. The giant like teams aren't doing it anymore, man. Uh-huh. And you've got to be able to adjust. And, and look, it's it's. I think he's still a really good player. And it's only a few games into it, like this season, in which this has been the big adjustment in terms of the game plan for him. So I think there will be an adjustment at some point. But you're right; like he's not playing very well. Yesterday was one of his worst games of the season. It, it, the numbers bear that out. And they're like they are going to have to figure this out. And the market's going to have to figure this out. Because this is a market, right, that went from 9.5 to 10.5 last night right. on the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. And this is clearly not a team that is power rated to the level that they are right now. I know a really sharp better who's typically a dog player, and he was all over the Chiefs last yeah. night. And I was scratching my head. I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't do that. I can't lay those points uh, with the Chiefs. But a lot of people think uh, they're going to flip a switch and get it going. I think uh, eventually you got to believe what your eyes are telling you. And week after week after week, this is a, a mediocre offense. And uh, I don't want to re- overreact to what you saw most recently. And that's kind of the, the issue when you look at this week's Packers-Chiefs game. Because now this number's gone from uh, Chiefs minus two and a half, three, down to Pickham or Chiefs minus one. And you say, well, you know, this, the public might overreact to how bad the Chiefs looked last night. Uh, this might be a good time to bet the Chiefs. Has there been a good time to really bet the Chiefs the last two years? They're three fifteen and one against the spread in their last nineteen games. Right, maybe a so, home underdog role, huh? <laughs> this is yeah, if the Packers be close minus one, you could say, "Well, I got it now. I got to go with the Chiefs as home dogs." But the Chiefs probably deserve to be home dogs. Right. Uh, I'm not sure what the overreaction is in that game, but anyway, that's I think the most fascinating game to handicap in Week Nine is Packers and Chiefs. That's Sunday afternoon. In Kansas City, and the total in that game is 54 and a half. And the Chiefs just have not been uh, generating any offense the past couple weeks. Last night, the best bet in that game was under the total. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, two to 17. Mm-hmm. And it would have had to go overtime to even have a shot. Uh, again, over- yesterday, too, that uh, that defense, uh, when you're get, you know, has some issues, gave up another deep pass uh, to Daniel Jones. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, one throw to 20 or more yards downfield. Uh, he completed it, so <laughs> he got 50 yards on it. Uh, this defense still has its issues as well. But Daniel Jones and that offense is not good. I'm going to make a comment about that, too. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones is one of those quarterbacks you can blitz. You can blitz him all the time because yes. he, he can't handle the blitz. And I don't know who thought it was a good idea to make Jason Garrett the offensive coordinator of the Giants. I, I realized at the time 
when Joe Judge gets that job, you would say, you've never been a head coach before. Let's hire a guy on your staff who's got head coaching experience, right, to help show you the way. Make Jason Garrett the quarterback's coach or something. Don't make him the offensive coordinator. The guy's never been a good play caller. The Giants' offense is clumsy and and disoriented, and Joe Judge has hurt himself with his poor decision-making, but he also hurt himself in the beginning of his tenure by hiring Garrett as his offensive coordinator. And you even look at Dave Gettleman as GM. You know, that's, it might be a house might be house cleaning time for the Giants. That team's a total mess. Can they get their act together this week and beat the Raiders? I think that's the second most fascinating game to handicap in Week 9 behind Packers-Chiefs is Raiders three-point favorites at the Giants. We're seeing that number drop to two and a half at some spots. I kind of like the Giants as home dogs in this spot this week. Well, Giants will be taking on a potential Coach of the Year candidate and Rich, uh, Rich Pisaccia <laughs> yeah. at 30-1 to one to win the award. Uh, so something stuck out to you. You're you're not big on these awards and futures markets, but no. something stuck out to you here on the board, did it not? Well, I was going through the DraftKings website. There's so much up there. Yeah. And I was sitting at home going through it, and I about fell off my chair when I saw Mike McCarthy, the favorite <laughs> to be NFL Coach of the Year. McCarthy at 6-1. to one. All right. He might be the worst coach in the NFL. He stumbled into a situation that happens to be working right now in Dallas. But McCarthy at 6-1, to one, Cliff Kingsbury the second choice at 7 with Brandon Staley of the Chargers. How is Brandon Staley ahead of Sean McVay on uh, this list? And Sean McDermott at 11-1. to one. If you're going to bet that uh, Coach of the Year board right now, DraftKings, you'd have to play, I think, McVay at 9-1 to one or McDermott 11-1. to one. How the hell would you bet Mike McCarthy? Uh, yeah, McDermott 11-1. to one, And I'll tell you what, uh, if the Tennessee Titans win like 12 games still with everything uh-huh. going on with Derrick Henry and right. you're looking at the uh, at Mike Vrabel at 20-1, to one, uh, he is a darling. Also, Zach Taylor at uh, twelve to one is pretty interesting. Although he is the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, he is. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, when we come back, well, let's get. We're going to introduce something new. You like to call. You like to say the NBA. Nothing but agony. Well, <laughs> nothing but aggravation. No betting allowed. Well, we're okay. going to talk about the uh, the agony portion of the NBA. We got some pretty meaty bad beats to discuss uh, when we come back, and a good slate of games as well. That's when we come back here on the edge. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, Vince, uh, the VSIN midseason football package special is here. So for only 99 bucks, you're going to get everything we have to offer here at VSIN from now until the end of the NFL playoffs. So what does that include? That's daily best bet emails, 24 7 video streams, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, which comes out tomorrow, in depth data and analysis on VSIN.com, and our upcoming college hoops betting guide. All the work is in. They're putting it together right now. This is a great deal. Only 99 bucks for the rest of the football season. Sign up now at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Deadline was yesterday. All the work's in. I. Wipe my hands of it. I'm done yesterday. I'm all good. All right, Matt Humans. Yep. Let's get to the fun part of the NBA. <laughs> Let's get to it. Uh, so I'm going to keep track of these throughout the entire season. I have a, a little journal, a doc on my laptop. You're going to be busy. Uh, yes, yes, I am. And we're going to keep track of these until the end of the year, and then we're going to compile like a top 15, top 20 list of most agonizing beats in the NBA. And there's going to be a lot. And uh, it, trust me, you and I were talking about this the other day. If we kept track of the player prop market adequately, do you know how many we would find like on a daily basis? It would be absolutely insane. Yeah, I mean, I think last there. week Mitch Moss had a couple bad beats like three. on uh, player props. He was trying to talk about them, and Paul Howard cut him off and said, how about that hockey handle? <laughs> and then uh, Mitch got ticked off. Remember that? You think the hockey handle's going to go up this year? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. He had to do what he had to do. Paul deserved it. Uh, he anyway. the Corvette off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was good. Look, sometimes I'm guilty of not listening to you, but that was an all-time. <laughs> All right, so we've got four. To add to the list in the early part of the NBA season, what do you think of these? I think one of these is it won't make the top ten for sure, but I still think agonizing nonetheless. This one, though, we might already have a finalist. Let's go to October 29th. Kings-Pelicans, the total is 221.5, Matt Humans. Game had 202 points scored with a minute 20 left to go in the fourth quarter. At the 107 mark, Devontae Graham hits a three-point shot, the first of three consecutive made three-pointers by New Orleans from the time of that made basket by Graham to the end of the game. 20 points are scored in the final 67 seconds to put the game over the total by a half point. Oh, boy. 
You bet the under that <laughs> one hurts. <laughs> How about that? That one hurts. That's the best one of the season so far. Sorry <laughs> for if you had the under. I know there's somebody tweeted at me said they did. Uh, we also go to October 30th, the next day. Celtics and Wizards, total 223 and a half. 3.8 seconds left to go in regulation. Spencer Dinwiddie at the line. At the time, a 100% free throw ah, shooter. Great free throw shooter. Fantastic. The Celtics have a 103-102 lead, 205 total points if you keep a track of I'm assuming you made both, right? You make both, you get out of that game, right? <laughs> We're all good. Dinwiddie splits the pair. They go to overtime. Oh, no. Only 12 points, though, were scored in the first overtime period. So you're still sitting good. It's still under the total through the first overtime period. Problem is, with 25.9 seconds left, the Wizards tie it up. It goes to double overtime, where it then goes over the total. Oh, brutal. A double overtime overloss there. Now we go back to last night because there's two. One of these is actually this one. I think you got to kick yourself. The other, not so much. How about the Celtics leading Chicago 103 to 89 last night, entering the fourth quarter? They give up a 17 to 3 run to start the period. How about this? They're outscored 39 to 11 in the fourth quarter. That's bad enough as it is, but they do not grab a single defensive rebound and they go 0 of 11 on shots outside of the restricted area and ultimately blow a game in which they again led 103 to 89 going into the fourth quarter last night. Yeah, there was a historical note about that last night. The Celtics collapse is something I think that had not been done. Uh, something like similar to that had not happened in the NBA in the last 50 years. That's That sounds about right. The I'll, fact I'll, that you can't I'm grab one. I'm going to double check that because I took a note on that last night. I was going to mention it to you. The fact that you can't grab one defensive rebound in a quarter of play is absolutely astonishing. But the fact that you can blow that lead, get out, score 39 to 11. And I end with okay, this. Wait, yeah, what, on, do you got? what do you got? It's the first time in a shot clock era which goes back eh, only to 1955, Okay, that a team lost by 14 or more points after leading by 14 or more entering the fourth quarter. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's only story. goes back to 1955, though. That's good. That's, okay. uh, that's pretty good. And last but not least, Thunder last night, a media underdog, plus 550 on the money line. They lead the Clippers 91-82 to 82 with 244 left in the fourth quarter. Clippers can't hit like a water. A water had fallen out of a boat, right? They've been absolutely atrocious offensively. They end the game on a 17-3 run. They go 5-5 five of five from the floor, 3-3 of three from deep, 4-4 four of four from the free throw line to ultimately win the game against the Oklahoma City Thunder last mm. night. Just like that, perfect from the floor, get four free throws, sink them all, and you win the game against OKC. Pretty bad. What were the Clips laying in that game last night? Was uh, some a, spots got up to 11 and a half I was going to say it was yep. double-digit favorite. And, uh, well, at least the Clips got the win. I, I've said I used to love to bet the NBA in the, in the 90s even through about 2010. When it was played the right way? Well, no, I just bet the NBA on a daily basis, just like I do college hoops. But the NBA is such a volatile game. Uh, if you bet it day in and day out, watch the games, I, I actually feel like it takes years off your life. <laughs> if I hadn't stopped, I still bet some games here and there, Like if you, uh, especially if you tip off something that I think looks good. I, I bet a handful of games throughout the week. If I, if I bet these and watch these games every night, and I, and I was, had done this for the past 10 years, I would look like Dave Koken today. I would have a patch oh. over one eye, I'd be bald. <laughs> and like said, it takes years off your life. I go back to last <laughs> night. I'm watching the Raptors and the Knicks. Huh? The Knicks are banking the three-point shots in. They can't miss from the floor. They're up by 15 points. And I'm like, here we go. I'm like, the Raptors are going to get blown out. Like, this is it. This is my life. And eventually, they actually come back and win by double digits. Right. Magical night of the Garden, by the way. Anniversary of, like, 75th anniversary of the first game of the NBA. Oh, man. Magical energy. Great energy. It was great that the Raptors. Nice bet by you on the Raptors last night, by the, the way. The Raptors, uh, they look pretty good. They've won four, what is it, four straight now. They're turning things around. Yeah, Their half-court offense still sucks, but turning things around. 
Uh, all right, with that, we got a pretty good card today. There's not a lot of sexy matchups out there, but the, the best of which, and we'll, we'll have uh, more on this in terms of best bets, but it is worth mentioning Miami and Dallas uh, is probably the one that's worth looking at here. Miami opened up one and a half, uh, got to as high as three. There's been some bounce back and forth because Bam Adebayo's on the injury report. Uh, but now we're back to three across the board with a total of 209 and a half. In this game, you've been, Miami's been incredible. Top of the league in terms of defensive efficiency. Their offense has not been as consistent, but you're taking on a Dallas team that is one of the worst in terms of efficiency, and it's an interesting matchup because if you look at this, this is a team in Miami who is the best perimeter defense in the NBA at this point mm-hmm. right now yep. against a Dallas team that generates, uh, if, not mo- if not most, all of its offense from the perimeter. They have no presence within four feet of the basket. Kristaps Porzingis, questionable to play here, so... Uh, to ruin everything. Miami, I think, is going to be the side for me here in this game against the Dallas Mavericks, but Mavericks have a lot of issues on the offensive end, and the Heat are not the team you want to run into with issues on that end of the floor. Oh, you're right. Actually, uh, Bam Adebayo missed, what, the, just the previous game? Yeah, previous game against the Memphis Grizzlies, and they uh, took care of business. I like the Heat a lot. That was uh, my pick to have the top seed yeah. in the East in your NBA betting guide. I look right now, they're they're second in effective field goal percentage uh, defensively, first in two-point percentage, fourth in three-point percentage. Uh, there's a lot of things the Heat are doing right defensively, and I think they're going to be – first of all, Spolster is a very good defensive coach, yep. and they got the personnel to be a good defensive team. But you add Kyle Lowry, I think that makes all those guys even better on the offensive end, including Jimmy Butler. So I'm even more encouraged by the Heat than I was in the preseason, especially when you see – the situation with the Nets, they're so unstable, even mm-hmm. though they're so talented. The, the Kyrie situation, don't know how that's going to play out. Um, I don't think the Bucks are as good. They, they let P.J. Tucker go. Where'd he go? Miami, yep. right? So I, I, I think there's a decent chance the, the Heat will be the best team in the Eastern Conference right now. I, I kind of feel like they're a play-on team as well. So two things to how mark it this? down. One, okay. one more thing about the Heat. Um, Five wins by a total of 123 points. Oh, yeah. Well, you see, and that's the thing. Like, they've had a soft schedule, but they've been taking care right, of business right. against a soft schedule in a really big way, so you can't really hold it against them. All right, two things that I'm going to tell you. Remember November 2nd in, like, three weeks from now, three weeks or four weeks from now, okay? All right? Okay. First, things, first thing is uh, yesterday, totals finally have a winning day. They go five and four to the over, right? I, I noted on Twitter uh, earlier this morning, average total for the last seven days is down to 219.1. It was right, 223 right. in the first week of the season, 224 on average for the entire season last year. So I think we're going to start to see, right, water find its level, and these overs are going to start to come in a little bit more. The other is Matt Eumanns, 29 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists on 5 of 11 shooting, 18 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists, a triple-double on 6 of 9 shooting. James Harden's figuring it out, buddy. Oh, he'll figure it out. There's, no There's a lot of selling on Harden. Yeah. I still have life on my 25-1 no, 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 ticket no. to win MVP. He's going to figure it yeah, out. I don't, I, I'm not going to get into these overreactions early in the NBA season. James Harden's going to put up big numbers. Just going to take a little bit for him to adjust to the way the games are being officiated. By the way, the officials are going to adjust, too. They are gradually going to start giving the superstars more of the calls. Right. And Harden's going to go to the free throw line his, his fair share of times, and he's going to put up big numbers. This is a this season is a five or six month marathon. We're what two and a half weeks into it. We are about uh, <laughs> five or six games into an eighty two right. game schedule. Right. Yes. So any team that is hell, the, the Cavaliers are four and two through six games last year. We know how that ended. 
they right. went under their win total of 22 and a half. So I think like, I think we're going to think we're going to figure out some things about some teams in the coming days. So uh, and also worth noting the other games up on the board. Uh, Milwaukee's still shorthanded, but they're a four point favorite with a total of 212 at Detroit. That totals just plummeted. We're down to 216 and a half. Uh, Utah from a 10 point favorite to a nine point favorite total up two and a half points to 222 and a half. Phoenix laying 11 and a half total of 214 and a half, but injuries across the board. Uh, you've got uh, Brandon Ingram on the injury report. You've got Devontae Graham on the injury report, and you have DeAndre Ayton there. And then finally, the Lakers. We'll see if they're going to roll out their small ball lineup again, laying 10 with a total of 218 and a half. Couldn't cover as a 12 point favorite on Sunday. How do, how do you feel about the scheduling situation where the Rockets and the Lakers play on the same court in a span of. Uh... Was it three days? Yeah, they, remember nights? they did that last year yeah. for like the COVID stuff, and I think they're going to continue to do that a little in spattering here and there. So last year, I'll have to double check, but over the last couple of years, the rematch, uh, the team that did not cover was very solid in terms right. of covering in the rematch of the next matchup. So we will see how that works for this year. All right, when we come back, Dave Koken's going to be with us. We'll get Smoke and Koken's thoughts on the World Series and more when we return. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back. This segment of The Edge is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, and vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to leak or uh, charge and equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke free, spit free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. Head to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. No prop today, JBT. Okay. I don't have the can of Zen with me. Sorry. It looked like you were loading up for something. No, that's really... it, man. All right, let's uh, let's get let's bring Dave Koken in. Oh, we got smoking Koken now. Yes, Ask Dave Koken if he's ever tried the Zen nicotine pouches. Dave, I have not, um, but I, I think I might, just based on the outstanding read that Matt Hume has just provided. <laughs> no, just selling it. Got me baby. excited there. Uh, I, I want to be a sinner. <laughs> That's a good one. See Dave Koken smoking a cigarette off screen there during the commercial break. <laughs> I think. Anyway, Dave is with us. All right, Dave. Uh, let's talk World Series. Let's talk some baseball. Um, let's go to, of course, uh, tonight. And actually, let's just start with this. You know, from what you've seen at this series up to this point, and this Astros offense kind of waking up a little bit in this last game. You know, what have you seen from the Astros offensively? Did they do anything different in that last contest that makes you think they're going to be a little bit more consistent now that they're back in Houston? Well, they scored a bunch of runs, that's for sure. You know, it's funny. I, I had I had the Astros on Sunday. Not a big play, just a small play in Houston. And uh, texted one of my friends in the first inning and said, well, that was short-lived. Uh, they're down 4 nothing. It's like, all right, that's it for them. Mm-hmm. At least they can't, I can't lose the bet more than once. And they, uh, they came back and won. And I think they're a little bit on a free roll right now because you don't often come back from deficits like that in a World Series game. And facing Max Freed... The question is, which Max Fried shows up? The one that was absolutely brilliant throughout the second half of the season, lowest DRA in all of baseball after the All-Star break. Or do we see the Max Fried who kind of looks like he might be running on fumes at this point? He's had a career high in innings pitched, and he's had location problems in these last three postseason starts. If those are prevalent again tonight, the ball's going to go out of the park. 
um, because the Astros kill they kill lefties at home with that short porch in left field. And I, I think the situation favors Houston, uh, even though Garcia is on three days rest. I don't think that's a big deal for a 24 year old, a big guy like that. And I would favor the Astros tonight. The line's gone up, and I don't I don't disagree with that line movement at all. Yeah, I was like you, Dave. I bet the Astros in that game five and uh, when the Braves hit a grand slam in the first inning, Mark, okay, that bet's lost. World Series yep. is over. And uh, the Astros rally, force a game six, and I got a small bet on the Astros again tonight in uh, game six. Yeah. All right, you want to talk Maxion, Dave? Mid-American Conference football, I know you love it, and you handicap it, and uh, it starts – Actually, tonight with uh, Eastern Michigan, Toledo, Ball State, Akron, Miami, and Ohio play tonight. And also tomorrow, Northern Illinois and Kent State, which I think is a game you have circled. I believe you took four with the road underdog Huskies in that Northern Illinois-Kent State game, right? Yeah, I I like matchups like this where you've got a very strong rushing offense against a very weak rushing defense. Uh, Northern Illinois, which Northern Illinois is has proven that they are better than anybody thought they were going to be going into the season. And that includes me. I didn't think they were going to be much of a team. But they've got a couple of impressive wins, and they know what their identity is. And, look, if they fall behind and have to start throwing the ball, that could be an issue. But I don't think they're going to need to throw the ball against Kent State's rushing defense. I think both teams will have success on the ground. But I would expect more of it from Northern Illinois. And I, I think the Salukis have, or no, that's Southern Illinois. Northern Illinois is the Huskies. Husky, yeah. I think they've got a real good chance to win the game. Uh, tonight, lean to Eastern Michigan. They can't run at all, but they don't, they might not have to here. They're facing a, uh, a defense that is pretty good in Toledo, but Toledo's offense isn't good. It's been sluggish all season. I think you can make a case for Eastern Michigan to have a chance with their passing attack to hang in in this game. And the other matchup that's kind of interesting is Miami against Ohio I think the power ratings would suggest Ohio has value, but I think the matchup favors Miami. They're going to run the ball against Ohio University, and they should be able to have success doing so. We're getting to that time of the season where the teams with the strong running games usually means they've got a strong offensive line. And with attrition being the way it is in college football, this becomes more of a strength late in the season. Teams with good rushing offenses bet on. Teams with bad rushing defenses bet against. That's Dave Koken, smoking Dave Koken at Dave Koken on Twitter. All right, so in the uh, MAC, you have played. I think you played Northern Illinois plus four. Did you did you play any of tonight's games, or are you on the sideline tonight? On the sideline, uh, but I, I almost pulled the trigger on Eastern Michigan. That was the game that appealed the most to me. I, I think that number might be a little bit high, especially with Toledo. Uh, they're coming out of a nice win against Western Michigan, and. I was fortunate enough to be on them in that game. But this team's had offensive issues. The quarterback play just hasn't been good. And it's tough to trust a team laying more than a touchdown. Coming out of a rivalry win and now facing a team that has backdoor capabilities at at the very least. All right. I want to ask you about this game on Friday night in the Pac-12. Utah-Stanford. This number opens six and a half. It is up to seven and a half or eight. You were talking about teams with a strong running attack. Stanford, not necessarily one of those teams, but David Shaw is a play-calling dinosaur. He tries to force the issue, and against Washington over the weekend, 27 rushes for 71 yards. He won't let Tanner McKee make plays. How do you handicap this Utah-Stanford game on Friday night? I think Utah's the right side. I agree with the line movement. Uh, yeah, they're coming out of a big win against UCLA, and they have not been a consistent team this year. But again, this comes down to those rushing stats. Utah wants to run the football. Stanford's rushing defense has not been good. Uh, and the Stanford offense is a uh, pedestrian would be an, 
a compliment yep. uh, to what they do offensively. And I agree with you. I, I think he, his game planning is all wrong because the best player in the offense is the quarterback. So let him play. But David Shaw doesn't want to do it. All right. Anything in the uh, SEC? I know you like to handicap for smaller conferences, and that's where the majority of your plays come from. Did you see anything in the SEC, Big Ten, Big 12 that uh, caught your eye this week, Dave? Um, it's really tough to read teams off a coaching change in the middle of the season. And Jerry Kill is a, was a terrific head coach at a smaller college level, but he was a terrific college head coach who had to get out of it because of health reasons. So I don't think it's a downgrade, but TCU is just not a very good football team. And I, Baylor's on a roll. I, I, the worry would be, does Baylor let down after a win against Texas? But the way this team is playing on a weekly basis now, I don't think they will. And I'm going to have to consider Baylor even at some lost value. I haven't played the game yet and probably should have played it when it was six and a half or seven. But I think Baylor's just got too many horses for TCU at this point. Dave, let's go to the Mountain West. UNLV coming off of uh, pacing at the hands of Nevada. Now you get New Mexico. Uh, with lines up to two with a total of 45. Can the Lobos get their fourth win, or does UNLV grab their first, stay within a number potentially as well? I, I can't bet UNLV. <laughs> I just can't do it. Um, they're just such a bad team. And New Mexico is actually showing some improvement on the defensive side of the ball. Their offense is no good. And it's not going to be any better here. This might be a, a team UNLV can stop. But the bottom line is it looks like a close game. And can you possibly bet UNLV in a game that figures to be close? Because they never win. They oh, Even in games they have a chance to win, they, they screw it up in the fourth quarter. So it'd be New Mexico or pass for me. Yeah, I bet New Mexico minus one uh, yesterday on this game. Actually, it's now New Mexico one and a half for two. Marcus Arroyo has yet to win a game as UNLV's coach. And I think... New Mexico's got a definite coaching edge. Uh, I like that New Mexico staff, even though the Lobos have not played well this season. They are off a win and off a bye in this game in Albuquerque. Dave, a uh, quick thought on uh, the late Saturday night games. Uh, San Jose State, Nevada, Wolfpack, 10-point favorites in Reno. And uh, San Diego State laying 7 or 7.5 at Hawaii. Horrible spot for San Diego State. Yep. I don't know if I can bet Hawaii, though. It's a good matchup for the Aztecs, but... They're coming out of the Dream Buster game. Uh, they went from having at least hopes of playing a major bowl game on January 1st to basically nothing now. They're not going to win the Mountain West, and they're not going to a major bowl game. So I question their motivation here, and I, I actually would lean to Hawaii in that game. Nevada, if they don't, uh, odd, odd as it sounds, they could have a letdown coming out of the UNLV game because that's such a big game for them every season. And Fresno State's dangerous. Uh, check the Fresno State injury report, though. One of their key guys got hurt last weekend, and I don't know his availability yet for this weekend. And that's that's a it, it's one of those potential big injuries. Speaking of injuries, real quickly, the best player on the USC team is out yeah. out for the season now. The wide receiver London, that could be the straw that breaks their camel's back. Arizona State needs to get back on track. I think the Sun Devils might handle the Trojans pretty easily on Saturday. Yeah, USC offense in big trouble without London. All right, JVT yep. wants to know if you have any NBA bets tonight in the last 20 seconds. Yeah, give it to me. <laughs> I, don't bet, I don't bet the NBA, but I did take the New Jersey Devils in the NHL. There okay. you go. Like Dave, good to talk to you, man. We'll see you. <laughs> see you guys. All right, Dave Koken. I knew Smoking. he didn't bet the NBA. Of course, as do I. Huh? You have to ask the two things you asked Dave Kokener. What do you have in the NBA? What future plays do you have for the season? <laughs> Those are the two things that he loves the most. All right, we'll come back. Uh, best bets, uh, NFL, NBA, recap from yesterday. And, of course, we wrap it up, too. It's here on The Edge.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcd.com. Check out those betting splits. New feature is going to give you insights of where the money and bets are moving for every game. You're going to be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Matt Eumann's checking it All out right. right now. That betting splits, another way to Time to promote something else. Let's promote the VSIN college basketball betting guide, which is going to be out next week. That's right. And right. also, uh, crew downstairs, please, if you could, I would like a graphic with my face on it and just vcd.com slash JVT. Yeah, how about that? Let's promote that. Vsend.com slash JVT. That's right. You know, certain hosts in the morning, we'll call him Rich Ross. Uh, you know, we'll take all of my data and present it, but won't even go to Vsend.com slash JVT. <laughs> all right, you got me. It's Paul Howard. Anyway, all right, recap for last night, uh, play for tonight. Uh, show split Raptors plus seven. Had to sweat it out for like a quarter. Uh, but the Raptors, I, look, I hate this. I hate that I'm becoming this, Matt Humans. Uh-huh. But I got to tell you, 
I enjoyed watching the Raptors ruin all of the magic yesterday in New York. That's ah, just meeting us regular season Great. game. Ah, no, no, no. It was the 75th anniversary of the first NBA game. Well, it was a big night, I guess, at the Garden. That, that was probably a distraction for the Knicks. Did you handicap that? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't think that Julius, <laughs> Rand, uh, Julius Randle did bank in a couple of ridiculous shots and everything fell from there. And then the Nuggets. Oh, we talked about the Knicks. Problems. When you, yeah. you shoot that many threes, you're going to have off nights. Yep. You're going to be a volatile team. And last night, the Knicks follow well, seven-point favorites on their home floor. It's also just hard to be intense like Thibodeau wants them to be. So there was a possession. Yeah. It's one in, like, you know, hundreds of thousands. But so, like, for example, there's a transition possession where the Raptors go down the court, right? And Gary Trent Jr. is just on fire. And Evan Fournier just jogs by him and doesn't realize that he's just wide open at the top of the key, and he just gets the ball. He's, all right, and he just drains it. Fournier's just, like, looking down at the floor. Like, it's just hard to do that every single night. So you don't take a lot out of it, but the Raptors have won four straight. You do take something out of the fact, though, that the Nuggets kind of suck a little bit, especially offensively. Like, they have been extremely inconsistent. Got a really good win over the weekend at Minnesota as a one-and-a-half-point underdog. We can't do the same against John Morant and the Grizzlies last night. So got the best of the number. Uh, the result, not. So split there, 10-6 on the season for the show. Tuesday's place, yeah, Heat minus two. I'm in. This morning. Yep. I'm in. I'm in on this play tonight. Yeah, so I'm I, with you on this. Heat minus two. Yeah, and uh, Bam Adebayo, I would expect to potentially play. Reports are good, but even if he doesn't, they've got a really solid net rating uh, when he is off the floor. They're going to be perfectly fine if that's not going to be the case. So, Off to you, sir. All right. If the Heat lose, no more NBA on this show. Okay. For a day. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We'll do NBA every day. We'll do college hoops every day starting next God, Tuesday. I can't wait. My next brain Tuesday, is filled with college, college hoops. Season. Tips off, right? College football best bets. Yeah, I know it's a classic letdown spot for Michigan State classic. off the big win over Michigan. Ooh, you're going against the Boilers, huh? Yeah. You know what? The last time Purdue won a big road game at Iowa, came home, faced a, a Wisconsin team that just steamrolled Purdue on the ground. And why would Michigan State be much different? This kind of looks yep. like a carbon copy type of game to me where Kenneth Walker and the Spartans are going to be too strong on the ground. And uh, I know it's a bad spot, fully aware of that. That's why you're getting Michigan State at such a cheap price here. Purdue's going to have to prove it to me. Jeff Brom has not been able to back up big wins with another big win. So I'm going to play Michigan State minus three in West Lafayette. I'm also, like I said, I bet New Mexico minus one over UNLV yesterday. Marcus Arroyo has not won a game as Rebels coach. New Mexico definitely has a better coaching staff. They won a game. They're off a bye. Should be better prepared than uh, the poorly coached Rebels. I played New Mexico minus one today, one and a half over UNLV. And uh, Saturday night, the late game, I love to have action on Hawaii games. I've been hot on Hawaii games this year. We're going to take the seven and a half with the home dog against San Diego State. Like it. I like it. That's three so far. I've got about seven or eight games on my on my uh, college short list at this point. I will say this, NFL, college football, it's not a great betting week. Oh, the NFL! I, was I hate looking... to say that it's, it's tough to find a lot of plays you really like this week. Yeah, and no, I, I I had barely anything. I think you know, you know there's uh, and I'll add something for tomorrow. There's a there's a good I think like one teaser opportunity potentially on the card for this weekend, and maybe like one home underdog that I think is somewhat tempting. And I wanted to point out too, by the way, uh, to your point about New Mexico, because this is something that I wrote about in the College Football Guide before the season started. Uh, just like this year, New Mexico last year was a team that improved as the year went on. Mm-hmm. They in the last six games they went four and two against the spread, and their last two. They got outright wins over Fresno State and Wyoming. This is the team that Danny Gonzalez has this team getting better as the year goes along. So. Rocky Long, defensive coordinator. Yep. Oh, yeah. Don't you think Danny Gonzalez and Rocky Long have more brain power than the UNLV head coach? Uh, I would say yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <I'm laughs> Given what we have seen up to this point. It's kind of the way I handicapped that 
situation. People can improve. People can improve. Michigan State, New Mexico, Hawaii. There we right. go. Those are our first three college football plays of the week. Well, we just uh, talked about how terrible the card is in the National Football League. Let's go to it. Uh, there is, of course, uh, some topics that you should hit on when it comes to the National Football League. First and foremost, uh, the uh, awful news that somebody lost their life when uh, Henry Ruggs got into a car accident early this morning out yeah. here in Las Vegas. So, uh, of course, uh, Henry Ruggs will not be available for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, before, of course, everything happens here, the Raiders were already in a, a pretty interesting spot against the, uh, against the Giants. Giants at home catching three off of that Monday night loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. And we talked about them as the road underdog. What about the home underdog role for the New York Giants against the Las Vegas team, who I think still a lot of people think just from a football perspective are somewhat fraudulent. If you want to call them the paper Raiders, don't really believe in what we're seeing up to this point from Las Vegas. Well, there, I guess there's a, a qualifier to that comment. Do you believe the Raiders are Super Bowl contenders, or do you believe the Raiders can win the AFC West? Because uh, they're not Super Bowl contenders in my estimation. That, I think that's um, – Unrealistic. No. I do think they can win the division. I, I absolutely think they can yeah. win the division. And by the way, that's even before the can- the Kansas City struggles. They, like right, that's part of it. They've played the Kansas City Chiefs extremely well over the last two seasons. Right. No doubt. Then you get the fact that Justin Herbert has taken a little bit of a step back over the last three weeks as a quarter- in terms of quarterback play. Statistically, the flaws that the Chargers have in terms of their defense. Oh, the Raiders are absolutely. They're a legitimate playoff team. I'm with you. Right, Super Bowl contender, probably not, but legitimate playoff team, absolutely. I'm going to play the Giants here. There's still spots out there we can grab uh, plus three. I might as well go ahead and add that to my best bets list because I'm no, I'm, I'm going to bet this uh, today. And, in fact, I want to bet it before the threes disappear and go to two and a half circa. You can still grab a plus three. There's a couple other spots out there as well. Uh, I like the Giants. We talked about this yesterday. They're just much better in the uh, underdog role. And uh, last night, even though they weren't good, they were good enough to cover the number. And uh, had a shot to beat the Chiefs on the road. I think the Raiders, this is going to be a big distraction again this week for the Raiders. Henry Ruggs, is, uh, there's a good chance this is really bad news, especially for the uh, person who died in this auto crash this morning. But Henry Ruggs' football career, you would think, um, probably over. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to be heartbreaking news for a lot of Ra- Raiders players this week. And I think it's going to be a really distracting situation. Uh, the Giants... There's a lot of pressure on Joe Judge and his coaching staff and Daniel Jones to get their act together and win a game that matters. And uh, I think the Giants are in a good situational spot here, so I'm playing the home dog plus three. All right, I'm going to ask you about it. What about a home cat? Sorry, Peter. <laughs> Carolina Panthers at home against the New England Patriots. So I uh, see, and it's, I am really in on the Patriots. Like I think this turnaround is legitimate. You and I have discussed this. We've been in on the Patriots train since the season started, yeah. right? I, you and I both have tickets on them to make the playoffs. All got these discouraged. Things. We got discouraged, yep. and they lost big home games to the Buccaneers, Dolphins, Dolphins, yep. Cowboys in overtime. But you know, if you look at the Patriots' schedule right now, I looked at this. I needed a, I needed an emotional boost last night, <laughs> and uh, I looked at the Patriots' schedule and I looked at how much money I bet on them over the season win total of eight right. and a half and nine. And so I still got a chance, right? Because if you look at this schedule, the way it lines up the next five weeks, the Patriots can go on a run here, and that win on the road over the Chargers was huge. I'm not going to lay the points here with the Pats on the road. I just need them to win the game. I do think under 41-and-a-half is a pretty good bet. I think to, uh, Bill Belichick, you saw what he did to Justin Herbert mm-hmm. uh, Sunday. The, the Panthers don't run a fast-paced offense anyway. I don't know if it's going to be Sam Darnold, a quarterback, or not, but – 
they're not going to do much. They're not going to put many points on the board against the Patriots. And I think this is going to be another game where your guy, Damian Harris, is going to grind it out oh on the ground and the Patriots get a hard-fought win, something like 20-17, to 17-13, who knows, 17-10. I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game. I, I think under is a better bet. Here. So there's two things very quickly. One, that's the only thing that I sit back and go, eh, maybe. Uh, but the Carolina Panthers very quietly, 19th against the run in terms of just DVOA standards, haven't been that great uh, against opposing right. rushing attacks. So that is a pretty. there's a chance that this running game can still operate at a high level. And you and I talked about this off the air. Before the season started, wrote about it in points per weekly, betted over at William Hill. All of a sudden, Damian Harris at 100 to one to lead the league in rushing has some life, and there's a lot of guys now yeah. who have life in that category in terms of Derrick leading Henry the league. out. Yep, with Derrick Henry gone, he had a yeah. massive lead over the pack. Yep. Now there's about four running backs who are floating around that 540 to 570 range in terms of yardage. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, this is now a race that if is worth. Damian Harris track. stays healthy; he's going to have a great shot. That's yep. a key. Which running backs can stay healthy down the stretch? We know Christian McCaffrey's not one. Yep, so this uh, that opens the door. It sucks to see a, a great player like Derrick Henry get hurt, but from a betting perspective, it opens the door for so many mm-hmm. different things uh, when no, it comes no, to the future. Yesterday we had a little bit of news. Today, no big news at the NBA, uh, NFL trade deadline. No, I think Ingram yeah. going to Kansas City is pretty interesting from Pittsburgh. Yeah. He's a pretty good pass rusher, but other than that, yeah, we had absolutely nothing. Kind of boring. All right, we're all done. VEASAN.com slash podcast where you want to go. VEASAN.com slash JVT is where you want to go first. My guys in the desert, coming up next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll be back tomorrow here on The Edge. See ya. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.